All right, what's up, everybody? What's up, everybody? What's going on, everybody? Tuning in live, you know what time it is. This is week 102, and you're now tuning in to the Homeless Talk Show right here on Verse TV. I am at Troy Weeks Music, your boy Troy Weeks Music, of course, on everything. I want you guys to go to my Instagram and check out my latest video, because I just posted a video of me performing yesterday. Uh, but it's not about me, it's about the group, so let's get to it. Uh, who else we got in the building? Talk to me. Miss Yuri. You already know who it be. It's your girl, Yuri G. I'm out for sure. I get it. Hurry up. I'm about to talk again. <laughs> uh, awesome. Cool. We got a, um, in the building today, we have a special guest um, outside of our special guest um, in the building. We have a special guest host with us. So uh, talk to me. What we got in the building? Hey, I'm Quincy. And like my brand, the background says, always be Bay. And Bay stands for Ball Mass Energy. Bam, get that energy. Okay, I love it. I love it. And that's what we talk about. She definitely will be with us all week long. Talk to me. Who we got in the building? This is Momo LaRue, and I'm here eating crumble cookies. Oh, that's all right. That's a big old cookie. You must have enough to share with all of us. Um, before we get started, we want to go around and find out why everyone's from. Just because we got a diverse group today. So you guys know, of course, I'm from Harlem, New York. Here right now, currently in Harlem, New York. Um. So, um, Yuri, tell the people where you're from. Of course, you know, they're already enough to be watching for 102 weeks. But uh, tell the people where they're from. This is the first time. Um, I mean, I reside in Atlanta, um, originally from North Carolina. Oh, yeah, just like that. Okay, well, she's in the ATL now. Y'all heard it from the NC, but in the ATL. Awesome, cool. Oh, any of y'all that um don't know this, my son Jay, aka Jason, he he, he gonna be putting in his two cents. So I'm from Southern California, born and raised, but I'm currently I'm currently here in uh in Atlanta. I've been here for the last four and a half years. Four and a half years. Okay, you pretty much ATL almost. All right, now that's gonna lead, of course. Uh, Momo, let the people know what you represent, where you from. I'm from Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. That's where I represent. Um, I live in Las Vegas right now for the time. Awesome. Cool, right. cool, cool. Quincy, tell the people where you from. Awesome. Let them know where Bay is from. Hey, look, I ain't from the Bay. I'm Mr. Midwest boy from Columbus, Ohio. Columbus, Ohio. Awesome. Okay, cool. You out there with Aaron's at. Okay, no problem. You know, show Aaron around. You know, he's used to Columbus. Aaron's complaining. He's more from me. Oh, he's in Cleveland, right? You're in Columbus, damn. How far is that? How many hours away? Maybe some hours. Never mind. We're about to Happy in Columbus. God, she said nothing happened in Columbus. <laughs> Want me to go to Cleveland? Aaron's figuring it out. It's a city. That's okay. Look, a city's a city, baby. I'm a city boy, so I, I find something to do in the city, okay? Exactly. I'm in New York. I figured something out. <laughs> so, without further ado, Aaron, let's get to it with our first uh, topic of the day, our first homeless week. This is week 102. Right, and this is called Rest in Peace, King. Speaking of DMX, okay? Now, what's your favorite slash most memorable DMX song and DMX moment? Now, for me, my favorite song is How's It Going Down featuring Faith Evans. And my favorite moment is in that same music video, the shot of DMX on the bed with his beautiful leg out of the cover with ankle sock on. Now, I was a freshman in high school 
and still fighting my own sexuality, but that video made my side of the sexuality fence even more apparent. Now, your moment choice doesn't have to be a music video, but you know, whatever. And I'm back. Right, so I'll take it away. Week's music. Awesome. Got you. So my um my my most I remember the next song was for the dogs. You know when he came out bark, everybody wanted to bark at me. Um, you know, I just felt like that was, uh, you know, the beginning of it all. <laughs> it was all I heard. So, um, yeah, and uh, my moment actually is I met DMX on 120th History here in Harlem. Um, walking down the street, I was just walking down the street, uh, walking to the train, and uh, DMX was walking by. And of course, when you see somebody who's a celebrity, and you know, no matter where they are, people are always going to flock and follow. So I was like, oh, who's that? Who's that? Who's that? And it was DMX. Um, he was on the chair, he was taking photos, and, you know, being he was um so yeah that is uh the song in my moment for uh sir <laughs> dmx um i'm gonna take things over to uh miss gary g and uh ask carol maybe jason can answer this question favorite uh, dmx song and favorite moment dmx moment Miss Jury, don't wait yes oh, okay um well my dmx song is um Miss you. Um, that was like one of the first. Well, I ain't gonna say the first because he's had, he's had a lot of good moments, but that was um, a moment that I I kind of felt like he was a little bit more vulnerable than um, what I've previously seen. Like I've heard some songs where he speaks about struggle and all that stuff, and you know, heaven and hell and death and all those things. But it was like the first time that it seemed like um, he was really invested in the in the song um emotionally um so yeah um that's the song that i like for dmx okay what about moment dmx moment maybe mm -hmm. what about a dmx moment maybe something that he saw at an award show or somewhere you saw him like doing something on tv that you thought was like a moment for you um like a memorable moment Mm -hmm. Um. Well, it wasn't nothing like um, like a a a award show or nothing. Like um, it was while we were on set or whatever. Like he was like very encouraging or whatever. Like he wasn't biased or discriminative or any of that. Like he was just a real person. And he didn't hate anybody. Like I, I, you know, that was my moment for DMX was him encouraging me to, you know, keep going and I got this. Awesome, cool, thank you. I like that. All right, working on set with DMX. We fancy out in the streets. All right, cool. Awesome, I gotta go over to Quincy. And uh, Quincy, talk to me, your favorite DMX song, your favorite DMX moment. Well, I don't have no DMX song, but my favorite moment of his when he was with the Rough Rodgers, introduced E, well, I guess, does he have the song with the Rough Rodgers singing, stop, I don't know, that's the song. Stop dropping whatever. That was my moment when he introduced Rough Rider introduced Eve, and that was another play in the game. Like she was that battle rapper from um Philly and how she just came through and changed the game for the women and like battle rap and style rapping. Then moment for me was um I just recently seen him on a podcast and I'm gonna say this had to be when he was in his 
downward spiral a little bit. You can tell that it was something a little off on him, but he was making a joke about um this. He was not trying to say mid, trying to call the girl midget, but he was like calling the, he was like telling the girl like, hey, shorty, whatever. That was funny. And then his encouraging speeches that he would give of up of, of upbringing and just like keep pushing forward. That's my moment for DMX. Awesome. Cool, cool, cool. Thank you for that. Like, I ain't got no song, but I got the moment. Got you. Cool. <laughs> okay, cool. Last but not least, um, I'm going to talk to the people I don't know. Uh, DMX song in a moment. Uh, DMX moment. Um, I'm actually going to um, agree with Yuri G. I, I think I'm pronouncing that right. Um, for the miss. Yeah. Miss um, it was very emotional for me, and me, I'm an emotional person, but like on the outside, I'm kind of like hard, so you'll never know, like in person, but like through my music, you can hear it. Um, I mean, I had a lot of moments from him because he was just like so real, and like all of his speeches, like that I've seen, has been like inspiring, like other people, even though he was like going through all these things, he still like found ways to like still uplift other people, and that's what I really respect about him. Gotcha. Cool, cool, cool. Awesome, man. One thing we can all agree on is that DMX definitely touched people's lives, and he definitely was an uplifter and a motivator to people's lives. So, yes. Um, awesome, cool. Well, sir, Aaron Max, take it away for our second homo speech topic. Sir, Aaron Max, are you there? unabashedly came from Ariana Grande's 34 plus 35, and I've entitled this 29 plus 24, and this comes from yahoo.com lifestyle. Now, Cardi B criticized as tone deaf for taking her daughter, Culture, on a $29,000 shopping spree when so many are financially struggling in this pandemic. Now, Cardi B responds, and I'm paraphrasing. If I was looking like a bad bee, expensive bee, and I have my kid looking like a bum bum, then y'all would be talking S. So I'm not mad that daddy brought baby a Birkin. She's gonna match mommy, okay? Now, this reminded Aaron Mack that fans sometimes seem to enjoy building up a celebrity just to tear them down. Now, why and when does that seem to happen? And what are your thoughts on $29,000 shopping spree for a two-year-old? And for added perspective, Cardi B's net worth is $24 million, hence 29 plus 24. And this goes to Yuri. Take it away. All right. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna give a short answer. I think it's not a problem. It's her money. Um, you know, and she does have an image to upkeep. Um, just like when Beyonce let her daughter just grow her fro, they had a, a problem talking about, oh, why you don't do her hair? You know, um, <laughs> so th they're not gonna let you be either way. Um, I but, mean, you're in the court of public opinion and you're a celebrity. So therefore you're open to scrutiny. You will be scrutinized on both sides. Yes, culture is her daughter and you're her mother. And you can do whatever you want with your child, obviously. But 
does culture have a, a college fund? You know, can culture read? Can she count to, to, to 20? What can, you know, what spending dropping that kind of money? What can culture do? What what is I mean she's <laughs> well can what I mean still though, that's that's a lot of that's that's aggress over that's that's too much. <sighs> say that, say that, say that. Um, can right. culture count though? But can she count? Um, so we're gonna go ahead and um, yeah, um, Troy, you got anything you want to say? You look like you're resting on something. No, I ain't got nothing to say. No, I'm just kidding. You don't have a lot to say always. Um, so let's start with the first part of it. When it comes to somebody's been being built up to be torn down, it usually happens to me when celebrities speak their mind about something people don't like. When, when they say once they say something that you don't agree with, oh my god, she didn't really say that. How can she say that? I mean, but they're people too, so they have a choice of opinion to say what they want to say. So I feel like when they change their body and do some crazy ass surgery and they look different, or when they speak their mind, people tend to have some problems with it. But um, my thoughts on the twenty nine thousand k, like uh, you said, that it's her money, that it's her business. Um, I just feel like the fact of the matter is, she didn't have to say that she did it. She could have just did it. Hey, I took her out. It happened. You don't have to go and broadcast it. And this is what I did. And that's why people are in your face, in your business, and up in your shit because you decided to go broadcast your business. You could have just took on a shot for three and that would have been it. But you know, you got to go, yes, me culture. I haven't even seen it, but that's just what I'm assuming in my head. Yes, me culture shopping for that thousand a year. We're dropping it on them. You know, you know how Cardi B gives it up. Um, she didn't have to go that far. It's nobody's business. I mean, this is why you have to defend yourself all the time because you put your private life in, in the public. Like, we already know you're a public figure. But your private life keeps some of it to your own goddamn self, and then you're gonna be mad about it when people start talking about your business. Um, and so yes, that's my teaching from Shiri too. Okay, dog. So, um, Momo, what you think? Um, I'm not really a big fan. Um, I actually don't follow her, so. Um, <laughs> but to, to have a thought about the situation, I mean. I mean, she's a celebrity, right? So everybody's going to have their opinion, um, regardless. Um, I don't know. I just think it's ridiculous, like the amount of money and uh, how far people will go to do certain things, right? Especially like in this time, instead of spending twenty nine thousand dollars on a child, like you could have like donated to somebody or you know changed somebody that small, like a lot of money, but. You know, you chose to put it on Instagram and, you know, show everybody again how rich you are. But I don't know. I, I really don't have really much to say because, I, you know, I don't keep up with her. I don't follow her. I'm not a big fan. Um, it's not that I don't um, like her or, or you know, I'm, like I'm, I'm a hater or something like that. I just, if I, if I don't like, if I don't agree with something or, you know, like something, I'm not going to keep up with it. I'm not going to talk about it, right? Okay, Mr. Bay, what you think? Well, I agree with you, Yuri, and Troy, and Jason. Especially what Jason said about the college fund. Like, well, we go with the first question. If you were first of all, you were a celebrity, you were the public side, so they're going to tear you down for doing something wrong or tear you down for doing something right. Now, I agree with Jason about the $29,000 money shopping spree. This girl was two years old. So back in my head when I was bringing it, I was like, well, did she got a college fund for her? I mean, you are a rapper and you would think that as a rapper that you want your child to go into legacy money. Like Beyonce got her children into legacy money. 
So you will think like, okay, where the legacy money at? Where's the money for her after like mommy gets mommy get out the spotlight and mommy and uh, mommy um got this money for me to do something. So where the legacy money at? So I mean, and plus it's her child, so I can't dictate how to run your I mean your life and what you do for your child. And I agree with Troy, like I mean, show but like you don't have to tell the people like how much you spent on her either. But I think. And I like I said, I'm agreeing with JC. Like, where's the child's legacy money at? Where the child college fund or whatever money put up for her to have when she get older? Everybody gets older, other other than two. Because you're not gonna Period. be Period. Okay, Momo got something to say. No, what you gonna? You got something to throw in there? Well, well, let's go back to Momo. Right. <sighs> I don't know. I just think um, there's certain people that have like these celebrity status. Um, most of them are like for themselves, right? Um, to me, I mean, they do certain things um, just to, you know, put it out there in the world that they, you know, they did the same that they did there or whatever like that. But I feel like you know, half of them already want to do it. They just do it for our image, right? Um, I don't know. But on Carly B. On Carly B, we have, I can, like I said, I can, because she has done this before, but also Carly B has donated, like, her shoe line. She has donated that to charity. Um, she gave um, scholarships out to people. I know with, um, she got a doll coming out, but she gave that proceeds to um, kid entrepreneurs and all that. I do follow Carly B. It's a tad bit because I know um, the double S I in that um there's a girl on the I'm gonna say she in Connecticut and she's getting some money from Carly B. So I know that Carly B is doing good for people, but the whole point of like the, like she's been doing this before. So this is nothing new that for people to see. And I don't under like the term like the part criticizing people criticizing about two year old they need to be saying well, what else you got for your two-year-old other than this $29,000? Do you got a college fund for her? Do you got some type of business that you will go do for her? What is the legacy money yet? Because you will get out your spotlight soon. So what's the legacy money yet? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, do you, you, do you have any close-up remarks on this before we uh, close up the live and move into our final? Uh, let me ask some more tea. Um, do you have anything to say before we move on to our last tea, tea topic? No? You good? Okay. Looking cute, you sent cute. Got it. Okay, cool. Aaron, Matt, can you uh, take us away to our last two topics of the night? All right. So this is called the homos better love tea of the weeks with Mumu Larue's latest single, Better Love. Now, hey, homie. And Troy Weeks Music's twin sister, <laughs> hey twin, shared a story. Shout out to my sister. Our friend Mumu LaRue has a new single called Better Love. Check it out, y'all. It's dope, for real. All right. And in which he first talks about building self-love, then tucking it in and walking down the aisle with a better love partner. Now, okay. So in relation to the story referenced above, what 
are some of your most important traits that you want from your better love lifetime partner marriage and why? What traits are most valuable to you in a partner? It's a verse TV, the homo <laughs> It's live in effect, y'all. It's your boy Troy Reese Music. You already know who it be. It's your girl, Yuri G. Hey, I'm Pussy, and like my brand, Bomb at the This is Momo LaRoe, and I'm here eating crumble cookies. 102 on Verse TV. Verse TV. 102.